So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the Plan-Based Fitness Secrets Podcast. Greetings straight out of Bali, where I'm at right now and really enjoying my time here. It's actually really amazing when I think about it. The past few weeks that I've been here, I've been able to get so much stuff done and have so productive days and healthy days that I'm actually considering doing this more every year and like coming to Bali just because of that. Because maybe I can just break down my day. How do I structure my day here that has me be super productive, get the most out of my workday while not neglecting my health, my fitness, my recovery, and my friends. So I think a lot of the time what people might think when they uh, watch my content or listen to podcasts and they think I'm this, this fitness guy and all I do all day is, is working out and eating healthy. And um, yes, it's it's definitely part of my day, of course. But my main thing I'm doing, just like you, is working. Like I work 8, 10, 12-hour days um, on the business, on the company, on the coaching program. We uh, have 15 employees right now that are all over the world working remotely. We have a customer success team. We have an admin team, marketing, sales. And yeah, we are consistently improving the program, improving the team, the process, the system, and, and also providing amazing content for, for you guys. So that's what I basically do all day. And for me, it's always a big part of my day and of my yeah, just me being fulfilled. I, I need work, I need projects, I need a vision and mission that I'm working on um, and I'm very passionate about it. But I'm always looking for ways, for hacks and for schedules where I can get the most of stuff done with good productivity, like good output, not just sitting there and doing stuff, but actually being focused and putting out the stuff that is really helpful for you guys and for the team and for the clients. And lately I've realized in Bali, this is so awesome. So let me just walk you through the day. So basically when I wake up, usually it's not that early here in Bali. This today is a little bit skewed um, behind because of some calls and stuff that I have. But I usually wake up like maybe 8 a.m. Um, then good thing is I can pretty much hit the gym right away. And I also make sure it's very close to my space. So in Bali you always drive with scooters and the gym is pretty much three minutes away with scooters pretty awesome uh, walking by the way is impossible here so obviously you can walk but there's no sidewalks it's very hot you get run over from all the scooters like it's really not a vibe um, so that's a different topic but basically eight to ten i have my workout i have my recovery so the gym i go to which is body factory um, they have sauna they have cold plunge ice bath um, you can tan there, there's a pool, so it really has everything in once, and it's literally one of the best gyms um, that I've been to. It is very overrun, there's a lot of people going there, um, but it's just the best, like it's in the middle of Changu, like in the area where you want to be, and it just has all the, all the things, like the equipment is not that good, it's pretty small, but it's just the best gym around, so it's really awesome. And then 8 to 10, get my stuff done on a fast stomach. Um, have a smoothie maybe there at the gym and then it's 10 a.m. and now what happens here is that for me personally I like to spend a lot of my time in a deep work 
space where I can work on bigger projects like improving the program, creating a new version, new resources, hiring team members, improving systems and processes, creating content, creating challenges and all of that stuff. And for that type of stuff, I need time for me. I need focus time, deep work time. We can just get it done and work on it, right? And that's super crucial if you're someone who wants to yeah, be successful on your in your career or in your in your projects. You definitely want to have these pockets of time where there's no interruptions. Your phone is on airplane mode, and you can just focus on rides in front of you. Um, and that's what I need. And the good thing is about Bali, it's ahead of time, right? So we are plus six, or right now it's even seven hours ahead of mm, Europe, where most of my most of my team is based. And that basically means that if it's 10 a.m. here in Bali, most of my team is still asleep. It's like 3 a.m. or even later, um, even earlier in the night if they're in the U.S. And that means I have at least 10 to like 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at least five, if not six hours of concentrated, focused, deep work. We can get stuff done without having Slack messages, meetings, and just fires that have to be put out, which is normal, right? So. That's amazing. And it's not that easy in other like environments, right? If I'd be in Europe, then yes, I could get up at 5 a.m. and have like three to four hours uninterrupted work, but it's really tough to get up at 5 a.m. like from a lifestyle perspective. And it's not the same, right? I mean, I haven't got my workout done yet. So at this point, I got my workout done, got my smoothie in, right? Got four or five hours of deep work, right? Maybe short content, maybe got some creative stuff done. Um, and then there might be some some Slack messages, some organization things, admin things to take care of. But usually my meetings also not st don't start until like 5 p.m. maybe. Um, and then they go from 5 p.m. to sometimes 9 p.m. It really depends on the day. Um, if you're interested in a more deep dive into my weekly structure, then let me know because I also structure my week in a certain way. And then, yeah, I, I have a few meetings, but then it's like 5 p.m. and usually meetings are less deep work, right? Obviously you still need to be concentrated and have brain power, but less than when you have to like build complicated systems, implement new things and have new ideas and content. So then like between five to nine, like I can pretty much like crush it in meetings, help my team, um, help clients. And at that point from 10 to nine, that's been an 11 hour workday or 12 hour workday if I started nine and Obviously, there's a break in between for, for lunch as well at some point for an hour. But then it's like 9 p.m. And then I can maybe go for dinner with friends or relax a bit uh, with friends and then maybe go to bed at like 11 or 12, depending. I do have sometimes, I do push meetings till like 11 or 12, but this is just personal preference. And you might be listening to this, you're like, hey, Fritz, like 12-hour days, like what is this? Um, that's just my current state of life, where I want to be and how important it is to me to work on this work on this thing and help it help it grow and help our clients grow and i haven't found a space where you can get so much done with everything taken care of like i got my workouts and my recovery i got my work i got my food and i got my friends at every day too so usually it's tough to combine all things because if you get up at 5 a.m in europe and then you have your work day then at like 6 7 p.m you're you're shot and you don't want to meet and see anyone and you have to go to bed at like 9 p.m. So the social aspect basically goes down. Or if you start at nine, then you don't have the week uh, deep work time, right? So it's like a it's like a trade-off. And here I feel like everything can be done in once. And it's pretty awesome, right? It's pretty, really good. And 
I definitely want to spend like a few months here every year, not like six months, maybe like two or three and really get stuff done. Obviously, it's very easy to get distracted here too, but the, the one topic I want to talk about here in this episode, while all of these things work amazing and I found a schedule for me, routine for me, it can also go the other way, right? And I see this with friends. I see it with people hang, hanging out with and people also at the, at the gym, at the body factory. So I just see when I go to the body factory, there's a lot of people and it's really great to see that everyone takes care of themselves, like goes to the sauna, ice plunge and chills there, takes a smoothie and relaxes, works out, right? Nothing wrong with that, right? But if you think about it, and also in, like in Bali in general, you can do massages every day that's super cheap. There's healthy food everywhere, healthy cafes, co-working cafes. You can do yoga, meditations, um, tantra. You can do like mushrooms, like anything really. Didn't, I didn't do any of that stuff, by the way. <laughs> um, not ready for it yet. I know a lot of vegans, a lot of vegan influencers are kind of diving into that. And yes, yeah, I think it's really messing up their message and the way they could impact people. But that's a whole different topic, uh, the whole mushrooms and drugs thing. Uh, let me know if I, you want me to talk about it. But basically, you can do so much good stuff here in Bali. And it's literally, it's good stuff, right? I mean, massages, healthy food, ice plunge, smoothies, sun, gym, co-working cafes, yoga. Those are all healthy things, right? Now, not many people talk about that these things are still distractions, right? So for me, for example, I know that these things, they feel good. After massage, how do you feel? You feel amazing, right? After sauna and ice bath, you feel newborn, right? After eating healthy food, you feel energized and smoothie and workouts, meditation, right? But I know that it's not going to move the needle for me, okay? So don't get me wrong, like, it's better than doing nothing or doing bad habits like smoking, drugs, and like just like, sitting on a couch and doing nothing, drinking beer, obviously. But it's also a coping mechanism. So I call this productive procrastination, productive procrastination. So again, if you're currently standing in your life where and that's maybe what happens in Bali, and obviously I don't know the people that live here and that spend their time here, but I think a lot of people are using these things as distractions to distract and cope from what's really going on and what they should be working on, right? So coping can come in different, different ways, right? It could be in terms of like working out like crazy every day, even like working every day. I mean, maybe that's what I'm doing right now. Maybe I'm coping with something, so I just want to work a lot of hours to distract myself. Could be the case, absolutely. Um, I, I think it's currently a season that I'm working on and that I want to push forward, but it could be a coping mechanism too. Adventures, like going on hikes and massages and meditations. Again, it's not like black or white. It's not like this is good or bad. It's always on a sliding scale, but I just see what happens in Bali. These people, like, they stay at the gym for like three hours, then they go for lunch for two hours, then they go for dinner two hours. That's like seven, eight hours of a day doing nothing, basically, right? Of course, you have to eat. Of course, it's important to recover and work out, but it's just so easy in Bali. Like, time flies here, and time flies, and you feel good about it. You don't feel like you wasted it, and I think that's a bit dangerous, and that's why productive procrastination. So, you know, you have things to work on, challenges, career goals, um, stuff in a relationship to work on or like mental challenges and you distract yourself by doing productive things, right? It could be by watching YouTube videos, like watching documentaries, watching knowledge videos, reading blogs and 
yeah, most of the time it can be a distraction. So I had to check in with myself. Again, I'm not saying this like that I'm perfect or anything. I was just realizing I was doing this way too much as well. I was spending hours every day just in spa and eating and <laughs> nothing was happening, right? So always check in with yourself there and and you find yourself not doing something that's like something you know you need to work on, but you do other things that are also good for you, then just look at it like productive procrastination, right? So um, this could be anything. So an example for your fitness journey could be, hey, you know you need to meal prep, but you're like, hey, let me let me go on a walk instead, or let me play with my kids instead, right? Or yeah, I need to meal prep, but let me go grocery shopping first. So those things, obviously, like again, there's no black and white, but just check in with yourself. What's the biggest needle mover here? And most of the time, for like 90% of people in the body factory, for example, again, no hate, but just, just as example, their time could be better spent not sitting in a sauna and ice plunge for one hour every day or two hours every day chilling there. Like in two hours, you can do so much more stuff. You can work on yourself and your business. Um, you can do the right workouts, learn how to properly eat, how to properly train. And it's just this time being spent not effectively because sauna ice plunge, they make a difference, but not crazy. Like it's not like they make all the difference and you will be super recovered and superhuman. They're nice to have, okay? And that's something to understand. So just a reminder, check in with yourself, find yourself distracting yourself, productive things. It's still procrastination. Again, I need to remind myself about this as well. So actually, while recording this, before recording this, I also realized I want to commit myself to something as well over the next few weeks until Christmas. I want to dive into a laser focus monk mode again. Uh, I talked about this before in the show. Monk mode is basically where for a certain period of time, you agree on certain habits and things you do every day, every week. And you do that for like a six-week time period at least. It's almost like 75 hard, but just in a different way, right? It doesn't include only workouts and, and stuff. It could also include focus work and all of that stuff. So for me, until Christmas, here are a few things that will be non-negotiable for me every day and every week. And that will really help me up-level to the next level and be very, very strong. Uh, physically and mentally. So firstly, daily exercise, right? So this basically means that every day I'm going to exercise. And currently, I'm actually at the moment of recording, I'm diving into a new type of training, which is Muay Thai, which is kickboxing. So I've been doing a few sessions now with a one-on-one trainer. And I always wanted to dive into combat sports and just see like what it does to me and um, how it improves my fitness, how it improves my my agility and my mental strength as well. And I'm doing this right now. I'm accompanying myself to Muay Thai as well for at least two to three months over the next few months of just learning the skill. Because I realized like working out again is amazing, but having another skill, knowing how to move your body, how to use your body, I mean, that's that's amazing too. And I really neglected that the past few years. So daily exercise means twice a week I'm gonna do a full body session because again, only doing Muay Thai, I would lose all my muscle, right? Because it's a very high intensity sport. You're doing some, like you're recruiting some muscle fibers by doing push-ups or burpees. Like this guy has me do has me do burpees. Like Paul, shout out to you and not shout out to you for making me do burpees. I hate this stuff. Um, 50 sit-ups, planks, burpees, push-ups. Like he just kills me, right? In the beginning, at the end, he just wants to kill me. Um, and that does 
build recruit some muscle and also the boxing itself like the kicking and the boxing but not really right so if i would only do that i would probably lose a lot of muscle mass and and get skinny so i'm doing two a week full body sessions which have me build and, re and recruit and keep my muscle because that's what i worked for so hard and i don't want to lose it all again and that's definitely possible maybe for different podcasts how to do full body sessions twice a week and still see amazing results and so far i've been doing this for two weeks literally and my physique has never been better like i am leaner i am still stronger i have all my muscle maybe not even maybe more i'm more agile and yeah i just feel great it's awesome so twice a week full body three times a week muay thai and then twice a week on the rest days 10k steps plus so this is definitely a must as well making sure that you um, that i get also my steps in which can be can be easily forgotten so um that's daily exercise basically and this will i can already see it i can already feel it, it makes me leaner than ever before because probably my muay thai sessions i'm burning up to yeah 800 to a thousand calories in an hour session it's very high intense like two minutes on then one minute rest two minutes on and then all these exercises so yeah very very excited very fun um so yeah that's daily exercise so i want to take this off every day then pro two protein shakes a day is the next habit i want to have every day two protein shakes a day reason being is that i'm on the go a lot i want to get my protein in and sometimes it's just tough to to get the protein sources as a vegan right so not everyone has tofu and seitan and all of that stuff so i know that if i hit two protein shakes a day with two scoops each that puts me around 80 to 100 grams of protein already as a baseline and everything on top makes me get to 150 180 or 200 um so that's for me it's so sounds so simple right but i realized i've been neglecting this and it's making a difference for my recovery for my muscle building so crucial stuff here next habit i'm agreeing on doing is no phone last thing at night and first thing in the morning so this is a huge one i talked about this i think it must have been a year or two ago like there's not a f like a new thing but i i've not been following it i have been getting up and picking up my phone and scrolling instagram right and emails and slack first thing in the morning like i just had a beautiful night's sleep and i get all this stress and all this dopamine and i just feel bad at the start of the day i feel rushed i feel i'm lacking behind people are doing better than me not a good way to start the day and also not a good way to end the day so i mean blue light definitely kills your like reduces your your sleep like your deep sleep and also it's a distraction so i will keep my phone out of my bed at all times away from my bed and not look at stuff first thing in the morning i will just pick it up to take the alarm off or take it on and i will put it away and instead of looking at it before going to sleep i might read a book or just meditate or just chill whatever it might be right so but first thing in the morning i think that's even biggest game changer like having that mental space that free mental space in the morning it's so good i've been doing it for the past two days already and man i am so stupid for not doing this earlier like honestly if you watch if you listen to this right now and you're not doing this like it sounds so simple but it makes all the difference literally you cannot believe me how important this is even if it's just 15 minutes right the more you can push it the better so after waking up not using your phone for maybe 15 minutes and 30 and one hour like the more you can push it the better and 
and all you're saying, hey, I need to look at this and look at that. Do you really need to? Probably not. Not the first 30 minutes of the day. So use that time to get some sunlight in your face, wash your face, cold shower, um, read something, drink your coffee without looking at your phone, read a newspaper. Like There's so much more stuff. Or just think, right? Just sit on the couch, just sit on the chair and just think. Or if you're someone that works a lot and wants to grow, like just get working. Like work 30 minutes and get your most creative stuff done or just write something down. Like it's really powerful. Again, I've been bad at this, so I need to improve. And the last thing here, so last, like the fourth habit I want to have every day is 30 minutes of learning every day. So this is something that I've been recently doing much more and it's mostly more than 30 minutes. It's mostly 60 minutes plus, but I realized the power of that. So if you're currently not doing that, I highly encourage you. Like this could be podcasts, could be audiobooks, could be books, could be courses. Like if you're not learning, you're dying, right? So as humans, we need, like we feel alive when we learn new things, right? We feel stuck, we feel plateaued, we feel bored if we don't learn new stuff. So whatever you're working on right now, whatever's important for you right now, your fitness, your business, your relationships, um, your mental health, mindset, whatever it is, look, just put 30 minutes in every day. Like it really could be a book or a podcast, it doesn't matter. And this is also a game changer. I think combining that right in the morning, I think is powerful. So not having your phone for 30 minutes, but instead learning for 30 minutes. Super awesome. So that's what I'm committing on for until Christmas. And this will take care of my body transformation and health, but also my mental health. Uh, if you see like daily protein shakes and workouts makes me get in shape and no phone in my bed and 30 minutes learning will sharpen my mind. So and this was a, maybe a longer podcast, but I hope you enjoyed it and catch yourself. If you are productively procrastinating, catch yourself and be honest with yourself and instead do the stuff that actually matters that actually moves the needle. And then set yourself a monk mode protocol where you have four to five things you want to do every day or every week, but like broken down on a daily basis. And then you can check it off. And when you do those actions, the results will come. So a lot of people have focus on the results, but you can't control them. Like the results just come, like the scale might work up and down. Your body might look differently every day. What doesn't change is the actions that you put in every day. So if you do that, then the results will come. So thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps me put out great stuff. I don't put any ads on here. So this is your way of supporting. I really appreciate you for listening. Let's get those V-gains and save the planet. Peace out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode. Again, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.